0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Tech Girl Happy Hour. We are your hosts. I'm Mel. And I'm Marissa. Hope everyone is doing lovely. And um, tonight, today, I think we're going to get right down to business. Marissa, what do you got? What are you drinking? I believe I've had
1: this brand on the show before, uh, but this is an incline cider. I'm having a Marionberry cider. I think that's like a fruit that's like from Oregon or something.
0: A, a what kind of berry? Marionberry. Marionberry? I've never yeah. even heard of that. Wow. It's niche
1: berries a man.
0: It really is. <laughs> oh, Marionberry. I see it. A type of blackberry.
1: Is it from Oregon?
0: Can you fact check me? Yes, it is. It says oh. The Marionberry is a type of blackberry developed by the USDA breeding program in cooperation with Oregon State.
1: Oh my God. They like to find a berry for Oregon. That's kind of neat.
0: It's a cross between two other varieties. Oh, well, it's actually the most common form of blackberry cultivated.
1: Whoa. So it's a blackberry?
0: Yeah, it's a blackberry.
1: Huh. Sounds like a branding ploy. You know, <laughs> Oregon for the Marion berries. They're just blackberries.
0: The most popular are, blackberries.
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what blackberries taste like.
0: Um, I feel like they're a little bit on the tart and bitter side.
1: But like, they don't really have a flavor, you know? I feel like they taste like nothing.
0: Yeah, they're kind of random. Taste like apples. So they're called this because their origin is in Marion County, Oregon.
1: Hmm. Wow. We should have a Seattle berry. King County (laughs) berry. (laughs) Mountain View berry. Okay, I'm done.
0: (laughs) Mountain View melon, more like it. Anyways, what are you drinking? That would be good. Um, I just like threw together a quick little concoction of one of my favorite things is to buy like cans of drinks. So I bought like an Arizona mango, mango mm, Arizona tea, that and I like, shot vodka, and I just Ooh. yeah, and I just put it with like some ice. Does it have tea in it, the mango Arizona? Yeah, I think it's like a mix.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, that and like totally was reminds here. me of middle school, high school. You know, Arizona ninety nine cent cans. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like would would buy them once in a while in high school and then didn't buy them at all throughout university. And then recently I'm like, oh, it's pretty good value. Like, let me pick one up once in a while.
1: Oh, it's so tasty.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's like a
1: drink of a bygone era though. Like Gen Zers wouldn't know. They wouldn't know.
0: Oh. No! Who
1: come after us?
0: really uh really fanning the flames of the generation war oh, they're gonna make fun of our skinny jeans Mel I don't wear skinny jeans very often
1: I stop wearing them but I I'm with them. it I wasn't I'm at with it the times, times.
0: <laughs> anyways I feel like you still have a side part right or... oh no no it's down the middle today okay so it depends on the day. hilarious um yeah anyways so today we are really getting down to business and we are talking about networking which in my eyes at least is one of those yeah kind of icky topics um but hopefully we can shed a little bit of light on it of how to navigate it and how to make the most of it and deal with the kind of inherent awkwardness because it kind of is awkward it's like I don't know, unless you're a very specific breed of person, I think most people do not enjoy networking, but it is an important tool to kind of have, especially when you're early on in your career.
1: Yep. You know, I feel like it's like washing the dishes. It's a chore, like you gotta do it, but it's a little uncomfortable, Um, but here we are. We're gonna talk about it, how to meet connections without being awkward. All right, so uh, you know people talk about networking a lot. Like, is it really as important as people hype it up to be? Like, why is networking important? What do you think, Mel?
0: Here's the thing: I think you can get through life without really doing much networking. You can yeah. totally just like blind apply to jobs and hope for the best. And it depends on what kind of opportunities you're looking for. If you're fine with just something local or something like that or you already have connections that you can lean on without having to like really really put yourself out there and do like a proper networking thing I think you can get away without it but the more ambitious you want to be with your career the more important it is I agree yeah and I feel like it's really about like kind of like extending your reach beyond the obvious and putting yourself out there and looking for the opportunities that you really want and doing the work to actually be able to go after them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to highlight that like networking isn't just about like sliding your way into job positions, like into referrals and like getting a leg up. It's also about meeting people that you can learn from. right? So you know, there's a, there's a benefit in getting hired, but there's also like a benefit in mentorship and learning and like finding people that are like-minded to you. Um, you know, I, I I sometimes like to think of it as like, it's similar to making friends, right? Like it's, it's relationships. And if you think about it that way, it's less
0: slimy. (laughs) But on that note, it's, it, I agree. It is similar to making friends. And on that note, it's like, yeah, you could go through your whole life with only, like, two friends that you've known mm-hmm. since you were a kid. You don't have to make new friends. But, hey, if you really want to make the most out of, like, life and your opportunities and, like, find a really good fit um, to help, like, propel your career growth, then you got to put in the work a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, like, it's kind of hard because I feel like it does feel, like, a little bit unfair where you can get, like, a big leg up through your network. Um and and not everybody is as like, I guess, like starting from the same baseline, like it depends on how, your social skills and like your extroversion and like what school you went to, what sort of opportunities you already have, like what's your current network, um, which is like the part that like, that, that like bothers me a little bit about it. But I don't know. That's
0: just how the world mm-hmm. is, right? We just got to, we got to try. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's kind of unfortunate, but it is the reality of things and that doesn't mean that you just be salty about it and you just take a back seat and just let life pass you by and just, mm-hmm. and just never network because you're upset about it. But that hopefully is fuel for you to really put yourself out there and
1: how to play the game. And, Cause it
0: is, it is. And you know what, if you play the game, like you can have really great opportunities.
1: Yeah. I mean, referrals are like the easiest thing I can think of here. Like that's the most, like straightforward understandable way to like illustrate how valuable networking is like there's so many positions out there and there's so many people that are very qualified for these positions um any sort of way that you could like make yourself stand out like it makes a big difference right um I know that like reflecting on my life like I don't think I would have gotten to where I was if it weren't my for my network and that includes like mentors that are older than me peers that I practice interviews with. Like I count that as like my network. And of course those who, those Mm -hmm. who have positions um, like there's no way I could have just done it on my own. And I don't think a lot of people could say that they have, you know? So yeah. Has networking made a big difference in your
0: career? Yeah. I feel like it's a good question. I I don't think that I am like the prime example of networking. Um, necessarily. But but it definitely does make a little bit of a difference. Um, I my, my internship job I got when I got through going to a career fair and talking to the people there and it, it kind of just like manifested itself really clearly and quickly. Um, but, you know, if I had never gone to that career fair and at least tried, listen, I didn't talk to every recruiter that day. And I found, I did find it very intimidating to be in that setting. But if I had never gone that day, I would have never gotten that internship job where I was Mm -hmm. there for 16 months. Um, So that made a big thing. And then for my my current job, I got lucky in that I did just kind of blind apply online and like, I didn't even apply with a referral. So I got really lucky with that. But... (laughs) Again, it was just luck there, kind of like you can't necessarily like rely on that to be able Mm -hmm. to get into like a really big company. Um, Yeah, it's uh, the 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 there's so much competition. There's so much competition, but I feel like also those kind of skills of networking, kind of you know, it's all about making connections with other people, and I feel like that follows you into your career so it's not just about those beginning steps of getting a job but it's like then you're in a job and you're the new one and you're trying to learn everything and um make sense of everything your code base your tools the people the projects that are ongoing and so like those networking skills still stay with you as you like develop your network at work
1: exactly like there's you know internal work networking i even if it's not for like formal mentorship programs or switching teams i feel like we all network Mm -hmm. in our day-to-day it's like that's like when we meet a new partner team or a new colleague and we learn to work with someone like that counts as building your network um i'd say it's like i like like to think of networking as friend making in the professional world
0: that's such a nice way way to put it
1: (laughs) i mean like i think it's a very important way to put it like um, I feel like the people who aren't good at networking or can, you know, give networking that image of being like very selfish and very slimy are the ones who don't consider it that way. They consider it more as like, how can I like get this benefit from you? Um, when you approach networking more as friend making, that completely mm-hmm. changes the tone in, in your intentions and it makes it a lot more positive of an experience for like both people.
0: That's so nice. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I feel like that's my, my, never to, like, it's, it's like the mindset. Um, I also think that like, sorry, we're just jumping into networking tips now. I, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, like, I think it's also important to consider that if you're, if you're networking, there's often, there is an undertone of like, I want to get to know this person because of X, Y, and Z. And it, it, it is like for like personal gain. Like we can't deny that, right. There's a reason why you network, but Also, keep in mind that there's a lot that you can offer to the other person in this relationship as well. Like, if I'm seeking out a mentor, I'm sure this mentor can learn a lot from me. Like, as, you know, an early in career person, like offering them a fresh perspective. If I'm meeting with a recruiter, like, they want good talent. Like, it's like, you have to think of it as both ways. And
0: I don't know, it it makes
1: it a little bit more like easy to stomach, right?
0: I agree with that. I think with networking, it's so easy or like at least as myself as more of an introvert it's so easy to think like oh my gosh like this person's gonna think i'm just trying to get something out of them and it it feels slimy as you said and that's kind of wise because it feels transactional or like you're trying to you know you have an ulterior motive um But I don't know, being on the other side, like I've never felt, and I'm sure probably you've never felt like somebody was totally like irritating you and wasting your time and trying to take advantage of you.
1: It's interesting. I feel like being on the other side, you can kind of, you can tell pretty easily if someone just wants to cut to the chase to a referral and like those sorts of interactions, like don't really like jive well with me where it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't really care what you do. Like, give me a referral. Right. Like it's a bad feeling. Um, But you know, for all the other students that reach out to me, it's kind of like, I'm sure they would all like a referral and I'm happy to give it. It's the ones that really express interest in like learning and like growing and like, you know, building more of a relationship beyond give me what I want. I am like more than happy to help them out. Yeah. Do you have any tips for our listeners on on networking?
0: I think, so I agree with everything that you said. I, I think framing it in your mind intentionally as kind of a little bit more of a friendship and being authentic, really trying to be as authentic Mm -hmm. as possible and just curious is really important. Um, I think that's still hard. It it is always still hard sometimes. And uh, coming from the more introvert perspective, Mm -hmm. I I think it's extra hard. (laughs) Um, And so honestly my tip there is to like prepare and practice it's really hard to give an elevator pitch about yourself if you've never done it before, if you don't have talking points ready. Um, It's hard sometimes if you feel really put on the spot to ask questions and to be curious. So if there is something, if you like, you know, if there's something where you you know that you're going to be in a certain place for networking, you're going to be at a career fair or like at a, at a, at a conference or something like that kind of you know do you a little like mental resume refresh and look through your notes about what you could say about yourself and if you're going to be meeting somebody in specific do your homework do a little bit of preparation about what kind of things you want to ask them about and um i mean it's great when we talk about authenticity and curiosity there's, i feel like there's the sense that it needs to just come naturally and in the moment but if that's something that you struggle with and like mm-hmm. struggle with like really thinking on the spot yeah. and thinking critically on the spot, um, feel free to like set aside some time and do your homework and prepare for yeah. it. Um, yeah, that's a really And good point. this kind of goes back to the note about like, yeah, like in this kind of case, like people who are extroverted get have a little bit of an advantage. And so if if you don't have that advantage, well, you know, do your homework in order to get yourself up to the same level. So that way it's a little bit less uncomfortable for yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a great point.
0: In terms of formats of networking, okay. So I feel personally that when I think about networking, the most obvious thing is career fairs, conferences, something like that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But, um, oh, and we've also spoken about the way it carries through your career. Um, But are there any other formats that might be worth mentioning?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, the examples you named are like structured events, right? Where mm-hmm. I think it's like almost like peak awkward where it's like, go network. Like here's this cocktail mixer and you have to find people to talk to. Like that is the most painful version of it. So if you don't like it, I don't blame you. That's, I think that's the hardest one. I think there's plenty of more like genuine relationship building opportunities that we don't talk about, which is stuff like meeting people at work. Um, meeting people uh, like through a mentorship program, like you're connected to a mentor or like meeting people like at a, I don't know, like some sort of meetup, like interest group meetup or whatever, even meeting like friends of friends at events. Like I think that all counts. Like as long as it has like more of a career lean to it, um, that's like, that's networking. That's career friendship making, you know? Um, And honestly, I find like those kinds of relationships a lot more fulfilling than, than the kind that I meet at conferences. Cause conferences and career fairs, it's just like very quick, very fast. It, it doesn't feel like really meaningful. And like, it does feel very much like got to get my resume out there and whatever. Um, but I think, I think like the more one-on-one stuff, the more organic stuff is where I've been able to meet like some of my like best mentors and best connections and helping me navigate my career.
0: Yeah. Um, I think also right now is also important to call out like online networking. There is mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that goes down sometimes just with like LinkedIn or mm-hmm. or like online um, school forums uh, or like alumni networks, things like that. And during COVID now, I, I think it's hard. It's hard, <laughs> yeah, it's hard yeah. to like find the networking opportunities um, quite as much as before. So those are those definitely all still count.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm not on top of networking as much as I used to be for sure. Like I am a victim of call fatigue and I hate being on calls like when I don't need to be. So that has, it hasn't been a great year for me in that regard, but that's okay. Like not every year has to be a great year in networking or whatever else you're trying to pursue.
0: Yeah. And I um actually this just came to mind. I, I think, I, I think a, part of the message we're getting at and and this is a message that comes up a lot of the time is to like kind of like go gentle on yourself you Mm -hmm. know um it's awkward but people you probably are not coming off as awkward as you think you are and like honestly any effort is better than no effort and I was thinking about um there was a conference that I went to this past year so it was online it was all online and there was some talks that had like breakout sessions, or they they were workshops, there were some workshops that had like breakout sessions, where we would get into groups of like less than 10 people on the call. And I was shocked at the number of people who like did not participate did not want to participate in actually having the more like intimate group discussions. And I was just shocked because it's like, oh, my gosh, you're at this conference. You took like a week off to be here. I know you didn't fly or like travel to be here, but you're still here and like not at work and you're, you're sitting in this workshop Yeah. and we're in a breakout room and you still don't really want to participate in discussion. And, you know, either you or your company paid so much money for this. Um, so I was shocked at that, but it kind of just goes to show that, like, honestly, any effort is better than none. Because sometimes I would be in those rooms and all I would say is, like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, just yeah. try to break the ice and, like, show my face and, like, have people hear my voice. And, like, then that would, like, just being that one in the group to to go for it a little bit, like, really helped facilitate things. And that – it's such a small action. It was such a small action. It's not like I was leading the whole workshop. I was literally just saying, like, hi so what do you guys think like Mm -hmm. but just that was something you know and like helped facilitate the discussion for the group a little yeah
1: yeah i mean i think that's it's weird because i feel like a lot of my networking tips apply for in person and that's like where i do better but in this world of online like there's definitely different strategies like this style of networking appeals to a more different person like pros and cons to it but it's just a new game that we need to learn right uh, which hopefully mm-hmm. won't last for too long because things are actually kind of looking up. But
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see for like 10,000 person conferences. That might yeah. not be <laughs> the first thing to reopen. <laughs> so networking, we're talking very much about um, meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Have you ever like reconnected with somebody maybe from high school or from university or from a previous job that you've never, that you haven't spoken to for a long time?
1: Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's kind of rare. But often like I get into conversations with my old like colleagues or mentors on like LinkedIn and I'm like, Oh, what's new with you? And we have, we have a chat. Um, Sometimes I have calls too. So I had a call with my manager from, my like internship year, like just a couple weeks ago, catching up on his life. Uh, yeah, it's always good to maintain these relationships, but it's hard, right? It's it's so so easy to lose track of people.
0: Mm-hmm. But there's something powerful about being like actually remembering someone and being like, Oh, Yo, you know what? I should reach out to them again and like really foster yeah. that that once existing relationship. Yep. So don't forget Maybe, about those.
1: We could all do it more often. Have you been on top of
0: it? I haven't recently spoken to anyone from a past life. <laughs> I've been more <laughs> focused on the the new and the moving forward, especially uh-huh. um, with what's going on currently at work. And honestly, at work, um, my team, my larger team, is over 100 people. So it's just, like, a very large team. There's a lot of people to keep track of, and we've had people join over COVID. And so I do try to make a conscious effort to, like um, – spend a little bit of time with the new people and then also sometimes like connect them to each other because you know maybe they haven't met each other but i'll be like oh this person started like two weeks after you you can probably like share notes so i've been trying to also take on this role of like not only just me connecting with people but also connecting other people to each other Mm -hmm. it's me trying to have like a a little bit of a community influence that's awesome but it is fun every once in a while to um, catch up with, um, you know, yeah, people you haven't spoken to in a long time. And uh, well, last year I ran into old co-workers who were going to the big Salesforce conference.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: because that happens in San Francisco, that's like a huge thing. So many people come into town. And so um, when I was living in the city, something like that is like, you'll, you will you Probably do have people from you know a past job or something who might be in the city. So that that was fun at the time to be able to catch wow. up with people who had come from Toronto. Yeah, I'm really impressed that we had so much to say about networking since obviously it's it's nobody's favorite topic. um Okay, action items. We're back to action items. Y'all thought you were off the hook, but we're back to the grind today. Okay. It's, we've had quite a few weeks off. It's time to focus again. (laughs) Um, Mine today is to do your, your prep homework and prepare your elevator pitch for yourself. Your kind of like personal talking points. And for this, I like to recommend having maybe two to three different versions of different lengths. And so that way in the moment you can kind of, gauge things and it depends on the environment and how talkative the person you are talking to is how much they spoke about themselves but I think it's good to have like a like a less than a minute one and then like an over a minute one Mm -hmm. so that's my prepare that
1: my action item is to uh, you know think of someone who has been a mentor to you or someone in your network that you miss talking to or have something that you could learn from and reach out to them in in the next month and catch up
0: How nice. (laughs) Okay. And we will leave you with that. Take care, everyone. And we will catch you all in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.